0: <laughs> we're back for another episode of the points in the Pain podcast stadium's nba podcast number one nba podcast from yes, stadium sir. i'm ben
1: wittenstein i am of course zach b in the place to be zach badger house always in the house what's good benny boy
0: you know we're feeling pretty good Towards the end of the finals, we're getting towards game six, maybe a game seven. We hope so. It's been exciting, at least, (laughs) for the most part. There's a lot of storylines, a lot of fun things going on. So, you know, at the very least, the finals have been fun. For the most
1: part, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Depending on who you're rooting for, you may either be happy or you may not be happy. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm not too pleased, but it's all right because it's not over. You know, so we still got time. We still got two more games in this series, you know, as of this recording. So I'm feeling good. You know, Celtics going back at the crib, They're coming off the loss in game five. But hopefully, you know, role players play better at home. So that's what they need. They need everyone, not just the role players. They need Tatum (laughs) to play better.
0: They need Jim and Brown to play better. They need to stop turning the ball over. You know, they need a lot of different things to keep going for them.
1: Yeah, careless turnovers in that game five is rough for sure it was very very rough um just a lot of careless turnovers but you know you mentioned how the Celtics weren't physical i would argue that they they actually were physical in the game because but but the rhythm and the flow of the game for the Celtics on the offensive side of the ball they never got a chance to catch a rhythm if you're a Jalen Brown if you're an Al Horford because if you're going to the basket and driving to the rim and drawing contact and not receiving a phone uh, foul call, Mark Davis, then that becomes an issue with like your rhythm of the game and how you're getting to the basket, how you get to the free throw line, what you want to do on offense, because now you may want to settle because you're not getting those opportunities at the rim, you're not getting rewarded for being you know fouled or drawing that contact, whatever the case may be. If you're the Boston Celtics, so I felt like that was one of the biggest reasons why they uh, didn't win Game Five, the Celtics.
0: Yeah, and that was my one big thing is they just they they do seem to struggle against physical. At least when they're on offense and they're playing a physical defense, they can struggle, and we saw that. They turned the ball over a lot. They couldn't handle the reaching from Golden State. They couldn't handle them getting bodied in the lane. Jalen Brown went inside the paint a couple of times, and he just straight up lost the ball because of the, the contact around him. And Maybe it's a foul. Maybe they should have been calling some of the fouls, but they really haven't been calling a ton of fouls in the finals anyway. They gotta call so you got to play through better. the contact. You yeah. can't just expect the foul, though. I hate when guys play to, to just expect the foul, and it looks like that's what Boston was doing last night. They were playing for the foul, and, and you're not going to win that way.
1: But but that just shows like you're being aggressive. That also shows you're being aggressive driving to the basket as well, as opposed to you know being rewarded for shooting through. Like I hate the notion that you can drive to the rim not get a foul call for two free throws. We can shoot threes out here like it's nothing and be awarded three free throws. Like, it's it's completely backwards for the sport of basketball. Basketball shouldn't even be played that way. If you're going to the rim, going to the line, forcing contact, drawing contact, you should be awarded two free throws as opposed to jumping into a player, drawing three drawing three free throws. Like, the game, the way it's played right now in the sport of basketball in the NBA, it's so bad at times in terms of just like how they want how they want to officiate the game.
0: Well, I, I don't mind the no calls. We did see a lot of free throws from Boston last night. They And they should have had more far surpassed what they usually do at least for the finals. Thirty one free throw attempts. They did not make Ten. <laughs> That's the
1: thing. And I was saying that, too. Like, I would right.
0: be more on board with them going to the free throw line more if they make their damn free throws.
1: I felt like that, too, when I was watching the game. I'm like, all right, I, you guys deserve more free throws, but damn, the ones you guys got, you <laughs> make need to them. make, you need make, make them. the best opportunity of them, for yeah. sure. Like, I was definitely – Unhappy with that. Like Brown probably could have had six more free throws alone in the first quarter just off the strength of like him attacking a basket and drawing fouls. You're not finna sit and tell me that Steph Curry was doing a good job on Jalen Brown as he was driving to the rim. Like, bro, those are fouls. And I understand it's Wardell and Steph Curry. You don't want to put him in foul trouble if you're the NBA, but damn it. He got to get those foul calls just like Day Day would, just like a Marcus Smart would, just like those defensive notable players. You got to call, you got to keep that same energy and call the game fair both ways. That's just how I feel. But that was the only game in my opinion, where the officiating was really bad,
0: though. Yeah, the, the officiating, I think, has been pretty good throughout the finals, which has been great, because you yeah. hate you really hate to have to complain about officiating throughout the entire NBA finals. The, the seven biggest games of the season, you don't want to have the officials getting involved. And I've really appreciated kind of them swallowing their whistles for, for the games in this series. And it was just unfortunate that Game 5, one of the more crucial games of the series, you see all these officials just start blowing their whistles at, at or things, not and, blowing their and then holding them in, <laughs> and, in times where they probably could have been fouls and things like that. But, Zach, we We have a text. We got a text today. We did. We did get a text. And again, you can text us. You can leave a voicemail, 773-273-9088. That's open 24-7, seven days a week, holidays, non-holidays, weekends, (laughs) weekdays. We'll check it. Whatever it may be, we get the notification for it. So you can leave a text. You can leave a voicemail, whatever it may be. Um, He says, this is D from PG. Hey. No need to trip on the Warriors, Zach. Celtics still have a chance.
1: That's funny because uh, D from PG Actually, so that means he listens to the podcast, watches our watches the podcast, whichever one you do, D from PG. But well, that means I don't know if you noticed, know but he actually texts the live on the line show too. There we go. So he's you don't know, so he's, he's like, all over the place. Yeah, he's locked in. So shout out to D from PG. Man, <laughs> I, listen, I don't know, bro. I Celtics, they really got to obviously got to win Game Six. I think they will. We'll get into that later, but. That's a coin flip for Game 7. It's
0: is the first time the Celtics lost two games in, in a row. row first yeah. of all, in the playoffs. And then also since March, mid-March, I think it was, they they are really good at bouncing back after losses, and they just could not.
1: And I was just riding high on that. Like, my whole betting strategy was based upon
0: that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, listen. Yeah, a lot of money I on that Celtics one. <laughs> money,
1: the Celtics money a lot because they don't lose back-to-back games. So here they are losing back-to-back games. I just don't think they'll lose three in a row, though. I no. I don't think so.
0: That's the thing. And that's, you know, we'll talk we'll Talk about our game six predictions, but I'm I'm very intrigued and probably will bet Celtics spread for game six. They're back at home. Yeah. They've now lost two in a row and they have played poorly offensively on both times. I mean, they scored I think they had eight points eight through points like nine minutes in the fourth, quarter, the last game. Yeah, in the fourth was, quarter. Yeah,
1: that was bad. That that can't that, happen. That's not acceptable.
0: That can't happen. They didn't hit any threes. Now granted They kept Steph in check, which is great for them defensively. I think they can
1: double down and do that
0: same thing because I feel like being face guarding the entire time. Face
1: guard. Like they didn't do that the first four games. When you go back and you, you look at the highlights of those games. They really didn't do that, so I'm cool with the face guard boxing one method. If you're yep. gonna just, you know, put one guy on Wardell and just, you know, go from there and make everybody else try to beat you, whether it's Poole, Thompson, and you see what the boy Wiggins did, and we'll definitely get into that. Like that was just out of That's this world, yeah, for sure. So between him. Andrew Wiggins and Mark Davis, the,
0: the Golden State Warriors, won that game. <laughs> well, there you go. This is because we just might as well go into prison time, Mark Davis. Throwing him into prison. You're Throwing an NBA official into NBA got prison. Right to, man. It, right to jail. Everybody gets it. Coaches, GMs,
1: fans, don't even matter. This time we got a referee. He has to go. I'm sorry. A lot of people feel like I'm, I'm probably wrong on this, that the officiating was probably bad on both sides. But I just feel like early on in that game, first and the second quarter specifically. They kind of got it together with the officiating as the game kind of progressed. But by then, I felt like the Celtics were out of reach and out of, out of position to even try to even get back and fight in the game. Now, that third quarter when they went on a run and made like what? five threes straight or like seven threes straight or something Mm -hmm. crazy like that because they missed their first 12. They missed their first 12 threes, but they were attacking the basket from the jump and not receiving foul calls from Mark Davis on his side of the floor. And there were so many guys, and I know this is a problem if you're the Boston Celtics, especially if you're Ume Udoka. Got to get you guys back on defense. Got to get you guys. Can't yes. be sitting there arguing with Mark Davis. Yep. You know what I'm saying? give Put yourself in position. And you may you don't got to know that, too, because he received a technical foul, so he can't have that. And he received that technical foul from Mark Davis. So I just felt – and Mark yeah. Davis handed out two texts yesterday. So it was just too <laughs> much of Mark Davis yesterday. And so for that very reason, he got to go in the NBA prison.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. <laughs> I, I'm not going to use my get-out-of-jail-free card. But the second guy that we're going to put in NBA prison – this is just because it's hilarious. Yeah. And we've seen it happen before. I saw I had
1: to send it to you because I, was, I wasn't sure if you saw it.
0: Fake Clay Thompson? <laughs> I love fake, fake Clay Thompson. He's hysterical. It's great to, to see the content on Twitter, and he's just funny that he sneaks in. But now it looks like he went a little too far, Zach. He snuck in, actually got on the court for shoot-around? Bro, that's,
1: that, when I saw that, I'm like, so – Y'all, it took ten minutes
0: for y'all to realize. It took realize ten minutes. That's that, how realistic that he is. He looks exactly like Clay. That this
1: wasn't Clay Thompson. Yeah. It took a whole ten minutes. That's a long time, bro. Long ten time. seconds is a long time. That's, we, that's
0: basically <laughs> the entire shooter. If we sat here that's for ten, ten
1: seconds and just staring at the camera, that'd be a long time. If it was just that, so ten minutes, bro. That's yeah. a long time to just have a random out there with a Clay Thompson jersey. You know he not six seven. Let me oh. say that again. You know for yeah.
0: sure that he's Clay's not six seven. Dawson Gurley is. His name. I mean, I'm what? He's probably like six, six one at most. At most. So like, I don't know how the security best that up.
1: I mean, they he just looks saw too a, much alike. They, they saw, saw the a goatee, a goatee and they're like, and it just
0: was <laughs> headband and everything. And they're like, all right, this guy's legit. He's got the headband and the goatee. What else do you need? But, That's Clay. But Flake, uh, I
1: will say this though: Fake Clay Thompson. He is banned from the Chase Center. So he, <laughs> he is. So he might as well just be in NBA jail. He already yeah. banned from the arena. <laughs> he, he was
0: literally put in NBA jail via the Chase Center. You feel me? No longer there. And I guess the ticket. That he spent was like ten thousand dollars. Not even worth. It. Well, uh, is it worth ten? Would you spend ten thousand to go warm up with an NBA team for ten minutes? Oui. A thousand a minute. That's <laughs> yeah, that, that's what that sounds like. Yeah. A thousand a minute. But in, in not only warm up, but it's in the finals. You're it warming up in Game finals. five Ooh, of the NBA finals. <laughs> yeah, See, you get when the you,
1: content, you, everything. When you say like it. that, it might be worth it because it's. You know, said Chase Center. All right, that's one of
0: what we got. Twenty nine more. We got yeah. twenty nine more arenas. Wow. So we. I'm saying sorry. I could do it. Sorry, future kids of mine, you're not going to college. But I, I spent ten, 10 grand, grand on tickets on her, for the for the finals to get kicked out.
1: And I got to shoot around. The same ball as Wardell. Yeah, same probably ball. Look better than Drake. You're not airballing
0: that. <laughs> See? That's yeah, already all that's working that's out 10K like that. by itself. <laughs> <laughs> let's do uh, Let's do dunk or deny. Um, we're both dunking on someone from the Warriors. Yes, one. Yes, I'm going to dunk on Steve Kerr. Dunk with Steve Kerr. Not okay. dunk on. Dunk with because...
1: I don't think I've ever seen Steve Kerr dunk,
0: though. Uh, no, Yeah, <laughs> so I don't think I've ever seen him dunk either. Um, I, the thing with Steve Kerr... For me, is if you take from now, if the if the Warriors win the finals, but even just looking at what he's done with Andrew Wiggins in these finals, and looking at his whole history of work back to 2014, 2015, how, how can you not say the guy is not one of the greatest coaches in NBA history?
1: That's a that's a, that's a ooh, that's quite a sentence,
0: right? I think there. he's he's on the outside looking into that title right now to like one of the greatest coaches. But if he's able to win these finals with the teams that he's had in the past couple years and to be able to build up, you know, develop Jordan Poole, get the most out of Andrew Wiggins, who was left for dead after leaving Minnesota, be able to put together a lineup with an aging Steph, Klay Thompson missing two years, bring them all together and still go and win an NBA Finals again and do, you know, four times in a decade, which is coming up on the Bulls record. You know, that's really impressive coaching.
1: Okay. You said a lot. Say a <laughs> you lot. gave a lot of credit to that man. And I wanna I wanna just backpedal a little bit. Cause I do wanna give I wanna give credit to the whole staff. You know I'm saying? That, that Ron whole Adams, staff, great assistant. Like the whole staff for the Warriors, even Mike Brown, you know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. I read I read an article about Mike Brown, who we know is going to the Kings as the head coach. But I read a story about Mike Brown and how his impact on Wiggins is, like, astounding, especially on a defensive end. Like, one of the biggest things that Mike Brown, like, pushed with Andrew Wiggins was the idea that, bro, you can guard the likes of a LeBron James. You can guard the likes of Kevin Durant. You can guard the likes of Jason Tatum, like Jalen Brown. Like, you can do that. And so he challenged him to improve defensively this season. We saw what Wiggins did, and I wasn't pleased. I saw this tweet, too. You tell me how you feel. Um, when Wiggins first got the All Star vote, right to be in an All Star team, I was not happy. I was one of those people who did not think he should have been an All Star. Yeah, I Were think a lot of, people, of those didn't people
0: think so. No, I didn't think so. I okay. did not think so.
1: So, like, you fast forward and like, just here we are. He's just making like a, an incredible impact on an NBA final series. Like double double. Three three months later.
0: It is impressive what he's been able to do, especially rebounding-wise. I mean, scoring is great, and they clearly needed it when Steph wasn't doing his thing scoring, but the rebounding has been so important for them. Especially not having a big out there. Yeah, because Looney can't do it all himself. I mean, he didn't have a really good game five. He had three fouls in the first quarter. Yeah. It was crazy. You're going to need some rebounding, and we know how aggressive Boston is rebounding the ball. They have you know Marcus Smart and Tatum and Horford. They have these guys who are really aggressive, even Jalen Brown, at rebounding, you're gonna need to combat that, and no one was stepping up. And here goes Wiggins: two games, double-digit rebounds, thirteen boards yeah, in game seventeen. Five. And the,
1: other, the, other, the other game, too, other other rebounds. So, like I said, I, I got to give a lot of credit to not just Steve Kerr, but also like his his support. You know, what I'm saying there were guys on that uh, on that staff as well. I believe not Kevin Ollie, but uh, what was the other? He, I think he's in Philly now, but he was one of the uh, assistant coaches, too, that had an impact on their early years as well. Can't think of the coach name. His right coaching now. tree is going his to coaching be unbelievable. tree has definitely been like – but he's had – but see, the, the biggest thing with Steve Kerr is when he came in, he came in and just added guys who were already around the league already in terms of like assistants yeah. and things like that. So that's how he was able to just have such a like a hardcore like staff to just be able to like take this team over the top and
0: turn it into a dynasty team.
1: Pretty, pretty much. I mean, outside of the KD years, but that's, yeah, the, right. that's neither here nor there. That's not
0: here nor there. Uh, we were talking about Andrew Wiggins, and you're
1: dunking with Andrew Wiggins. I am, just because of that performance. And I just want to just go back to a point in time with Andrew Wiggins being where, like, a lot of people were done with him. Like you said, they left him to die after Minnesota. Like, they yeah. didn't think he'd be able to do too much of anything. And I'm glad he had that type of performance he did. I'm glad he's became, he, he's becoming all Start looking back at it, because it's like he's one of those players that I felt that was highly talented and could have potential to be something. But it was always about his will. Not yeah. necessarily if he had the talent to do so, the skill set, his will to want to. That was always the thing about Andrew Wiggins. And so to see him perform the way that he did and – In that game five, I was happy for
0: him. He's 27. He's only 27. And Mm. I think he recently just turned 27. Like, the guy is still young. This is his prime. It's like Zach Levine age. Yeah, it is. Technically, yeah. They're the same age. It's his prime. And, I mean, you talk to people and would you rather have Zach or Andrew Wiggins? You know, everyone's going to say Zach. But the way Wiggins has been playing recently, (laughs) is he going to be able to continue next season into something like this? I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he'll be able to. And something He figured something out. Yeah, I think they'll be able to work something
1: out in Golden State and even with the next player too, right? The younger player with Wiseman, like we don't talk about him enough, but I think he's going to do the summer league this year and really improve his game. And that's going to just elevate that entire team. It'll put Wiggins in his more comfortable spot at the three as opposed to like the four. So Day-Day can play the four and then Wiseman at the five. And so, yeah, the future is only going to continue to get brighter for the Warriors, even if they do or don't win the championship.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which, Zach, doesn't want to happen because you picked the Celtics. (laughs) So that works out. Uh, I am denying Marcus Smart. Uh Uh-oh, what'd he do? He played pretty well offensively. Yes, he did. Which they needed him to. But he didn't help him oh, really a lot defensively, nor did he help him with his temper. I
1: don't know, Steph. He, he 0 for 9 now. I, I don't know. He was 0 for 9 you yeah. Boy, you saw the boxing one, the face, the face guard now. So <laughs> I, I don't know it. I, he was, you may have to give me some moments within the game.
0: Sure, sure. That, that's fair. He four fouls, though, and a technical, and the some tech bad, But flopping. You know, in a crucial oh, moment in the game, he lost his head, which you don't want. The flopping, I feel like he hasn't flopped in this series. Not about. I, I really feel bunch. like he has
1: not really flopped at all in this no. series. Now, I know he's known to be one to flop, but listen closely, folks. In this particular series against the Golden State Warriors, Marcus Smart has not done too much of flopping. I don't care if you right. say. It's been a part of his game, it's this, that, and the third. You have not seen too many flop, flopping calls or flopping acts from Marcus Smart. Now, Jordan Poole. Well,
0: that's a different story, right there. He was flopping every which way in Game Five, also. So maybe that's the new thing: is these players are going to start flopping once the games keep going. But I really, I would expect more from Marcus Smart. He's not a rookie anymore. He's playing like a rookie, kind of later in that Game Five, where he was he was yapping at the referee. He was flopping. He was he was just the technical foul really didn't help in that situation. But too. that was a bad take because it was it not. You don't think that was a good like
1: that was a bad. like you didn't sure. have to call
0: that take. It could sure it could be. That you weren't supposed but to but call, call that better. foul
1: like you. Because You're not supposed to call that foul, that's not a foul. Like, he almost got a Dirk second pool, one, too.
0: Like, acting crazy. Well, when Draymond was like following Tatum back to the back, which also, also Draymond, back, come on, yeah, man. like, what are we doing? Like, that's all that's on Draymond, 100% on Draymond. Like, what are you doing, my guy? He should have been given a technical he for that. He definitely
1: should have got a tech. That's why I would say, like, the, the officiating. Was just all over the place in that game five, in my opinion, because of reasons like that. You just alluded to it right, hundred uh, percent. Draymond absolutely like, walking have with Jason to get the ball, like you're no. basically in their bench at this point. Like it was just, it was all over the place at the end of that game.
0: All right, you are denying no one on the teams right now, but someone who's. Uh cancun in it. Yeah, Off somebody's season. doing
1: it at Cancun, and yeah. they're doing it pretty well. And he's still in the news. Apparently, he ain't shot a basketball in two months, and that's Anthony Day-to-Day Davis. So we had to Ooh. deny those kind of actions. What you doing, man? You're like, my boy Brian working out every day on the, on the IG, on the gram. You feel me? He got the, the 45s. He's swinging them around, and <laughs> he doing the pull-ups. Meanwhile, you on somebody podcast talking about you haven't shot a basketball in 2 months bro that's ridiculous what are you doing like you ain't sh- you ain't shot a basketball in a chair sit at the free throw line or something like okay maybe you can't move okay your ankle your knee whatever the case whatever injury it is this time <laughs> anthony day to day davis you mean to tell me you feel me you mean to tell me that you can't shoot in a chair at least like that's uh,
0: not even like a little garbage shot, you know. Like something like
1: you ain't shot a basketball in two months as a professional basketball player—that's a problem.
0: Yeah, I, that's a huge issue. <laughs> I don't know what to—I don't even know what to do at this point about Anthony Davis. I mean, the guy—he did not play well. He's always hurt. What what do, what he, do people expect from hey, him at it's this funny point?
1: because me and uh, one of our coworkers were talking, and if you look up Anthony Davis numbers in the like forty-one or forty-two games that he played. He still had twenty three and ten, so it's like it's it's always funny to just go back to the numbers with Anthony Davis because
0: it's like he's so good he, potentially.
1: He's so good potentially, bro, and it's just it's so hilarious. And this vague this uh plagued the question here. Is Anthony Davis a top seven player?
0: <sighs> nah, no, not right now. I don't think so. When healthy is Anthony Davis? The he- when hel- the healthy? When healthy? When healthy him, is he
1: a top seven player? So that means he's better than. That's, I mean, he's at least better than it's Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic. He's at least better than those no, two. Because I'm taking Jokic over Davis. Because they're. 10 times out of 10. Don't go too far now.
0: Ten times out of ten, I don't know about
1: that now. Like the 10 best ability, because the best ability is availability for sure. Yeah, and that's the like, but that's probably the only argument you can Jokic probably is have never out. against between those two. It's like because it, you can't say skill set, can't say defensively or anything like that. You have to say because I've seen more. I have a more bigger resume of Nikola Jokic as opposed Anthony Davis because I've seen more. That'd be your
0: only argument with that. It couldn't be skill set or like a. Well, I think offensively, I would – defensively, Davis is much better, of course, than than Jokic. Offensively, you can do more with Jokic. He can, can run your he, offense. He can be your point guard if you wanted him to be. <laughs> he can shoot from three. He's got really good post moves down low. I, don't, I mean – AD got all that. At this point – But he, he hasn't shown it recently, which is he, the problem. Yeah,
1: he hasn't shown it recently
0: He's looking very hesitant. And only because –
1: I'll say only because – the position they've put him in under Frank Vogel. Now, before Frank Vogel, or even in Frank Vogel's first year, he had at least Anthony Davis in the paint more. So, I think it just depends on. There's too many factors that go into Anthony Davis, right? He got to be he needs healthy. Everything needs to line up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta, everything got to line be lined up, up in perfect yeah. position for him, which, that's can the be, problem. which can be an issue for yeah. sure. But, like, the likes of, like, Giannis and Beach, Steph, KD, Bron, like, that's like five players right there. And so, the next two players that most people fall in line after that would be, like, a Luka or Tatum, and then, like, Nikola Jokic. Yep. Which, would, again, brings you back to that original question. Like, would you have Is he a healthy AD? top seven mm. i would say yes but barely like barely like it might be 7a 7b <laughs> yeah like, you know
0: if what he mean? is he's seven if yeah. he's in top seven like, he's number seven and yeah more. no
1: for sure for sure because i wouldn't crack him at fifth or fourth no i'm not putting him ahead of uh i'm not putting him ever ahead of Giannis. that's no. barbecue chicken or mb but him and mb and you know they've had the same history in terms of injury and not being available, so you you could maybe argue here or there with Embiid and Davis, but the best ability is availability availability. day to day, -day. so
0: we need you to be healthy. Get on it. (laughs) Uh, Let's do word on the streets.
1: And now word on the streets. The rumors are
0: flying. Mm -hmm. Rumors are flying everywhere. We got trade rumors left and right. Uh, We got John Collins, reportedly, on the trade block, interested in the Portland 7th pick.
1: I don't like that.
0: Send John Collins to Portland. I don't
1: understand. I don't understand why the Atlanta Hawks are in any of these rumors, and because I feel like they don't. Need Looks any. like they
0: want to get rid of John Collins for some reason. Look, they they weren't shooting Rudy Gobert. That's I'm, the that's the rumor now too. I don't understand it either because it's like they don't need to go in that direction. I I don't understand it. I don't think anyone needs Rudy Gobert. <laughs> to be honest, but if you are going to take Rudy Gobert, you better better have really good offensive players around him. Extremely good. And I don't know. I mean, Trey Young and Gobert. I, I guess that's that's a, not that's gonna a work fine pairing. You need a wing like you still need a wing that can
1: score and we, you know DeAndre Hunter, we know is growing mm-hmm. for that Atlanta Hawks team and he's getting better, but yeah. if you want a guy right now right now to get a bucket, like I don't think that's the way that's the route to really go. It's a I weird mean, they rumor. got Bogdanovich at the two, Kevin Huter. And so they got the wings around young to really you know what i'm saying get the ball out shoot the ball when he attacks and things like that they need to cle- they need to keep Clint capella because it's cheap why would you want 200 million dollar rim runner versus yeah, 90 like, million dollar yeah. rim runner?
0: and he can give you a pretty decent offensive movement with capella he can, he can give, he's you gonna give you 12 points yeah, he give you he's points. gonna give
1: you 15 rebounds like three blocks yeah. a lot of contested shots at the rim as long as he stay healthy that's that's a perfect center for the Atlanta Hawks, especially with a, yeah. with a point guard like Trey Young.
0: And you don't have to give up draft picks, too. I mean, you're not going to get the defense of Rudy Gobert, but you'll get defense. And, get defense and for what and you court, have to give up... Yeah, what you have to give up for him, it's, it's not it's worth it. It's a lot. It's yeah, not worth it. Giving up
1: a lot for him. And yeah. I just feel like I don't think Utah... Will find a team really that's gonna match that two hundred million dollars and like and that team and that team be satisfied with what they got out of out yeah. of the deal?
0: It's a weird it's a weird move. Um, let's see what else is going on. Christian Wood, Houston is expected to explore all their options when it comes to Christian Wood, and I think that's uh, because of the chance of them getting Paolo Bancaro. Yeah,
1: and I guess it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like. He's good. He's good. I like Christian I don't Woods. know why he he's would get rid of him. 19-9, and 18-10, if... yeah. something like that for, him, for a player like him. And he's young, and he's only growing and getting better. He could be a good two-way he player. He could definitely be a solid two-way player with the young boys in Houston. So I would, if I was the Rockets, I would pump yeah. the brakes on that and just at least give it – the first half of the season
0: coming up into the season when yeah. you got Christian Woods and Ben Currow just to see what you can do. It's the Oklahoma City thing, you know. You just you get all these picks, <laughs> you get all these young guys, get them on the team, and then you sort see it what out. What happens? Then yeah, then you find out, out.
1: what happened because they're going to keep Shet Holgram at the projected pick at Oklahoma City Thunder at number two. They're yeah. probably going to keep that pick and go from there. with the Giddy Kid and SGA and look, that might be the team next year, Oklahoma for the City. City the it might be. It was the again. season. It was the first season. <laughs> the point in the paint, it was their team. I
0: think we might go back to to Oklahoma City Thunder again. It could be fun. It could be fun. could be really fun. Let's see. What else is going on? We've got Grizzlies, Taylor Jenkins, multi-year extension as they should. Good coach, good team. Second best record in the NBA. Yeah, run it back. Might as well. Great team. Great first quarter team. Make sure they keep the core together.
1: That's important,
0: Dylan. Brooks, keep that man Desmond
1: Bain. Make sure he get paid the whole nine. They got to make sure that future yeah. stays bright over there. One hundred percent
0: because they got a really good young core. Talk about a young core that needs maybe a couple other pieces, and you are whoo, you're good. And, and the biggest piece they need is just experience and age and one extra year, another off together. Grizzlies are going to be a lot of fun. Um, more Atlanta Hawks in the news. DeAndre Ayton going to try to go after DeAndre Ayton. That's what I'm There's going to be a lot I mean, of people got, going after they got DeAndre Ayton in a one. or go Bears! They like, want a new center. They don't like, like Clint. Not a Clinton fan. What I'm starting
1: to see with all these rumors piling up behind these two guys is that you think they just need to go to the, uh, some team in the East. Just some team in the East. Is that what it looks
0: like? Apparently, for them? B- apparently for Aiden. Yeah, I, I would think so. I, I think if he doesn't want to sign again with the Suns, which I don't know particularly why he would, other than like he think they have a chance to make the finals again. But they have treated him poorly. I mean, they're not. They didn't didn't really offer him good extensions, and he didn't seem like – It doesn't seem like Phoenix wants him there, Mm -hmm. to be honest, especially because his names are becoming up in rumors. So, I mean, maybe part of him is like, you know, screw him. I'll go somewhere else. I'll go east. I just feel like going east would benefit him a little more as opposed to staying out
1: west because you're going to get – I mean, granted, over here – You're going to have to face like Embiid. You're going to have to face Giannis. Embiid and Giannis, but that will probably bring out the best in him as opposed to like a Nikola Jokic, which is also you know obviously in the West. Um, well, Anthony Davis is out there. Cat is out there in the West, but I just think it'll be a different type of tempo if he came over on the East and played for a team in Eastern Conference.
0: Yeah, well, that'll be fun to to watch over the off season. And finally, Zach Levine expected to yeah, resign boy. with the Bulls. As we all expected. As we no all sweat. expected. No worries. No sweat? He's no sweat. No sweat. Eh, a little sweat. A little sweat. A little sweat. <laughs> a little sweat. A little sweat. Just a little. I, I've it's like 80% on board that he was going to resign. Me, too. Me Bleach, too. But Bleach Report is saying he's going to resign. I think he will eventually resign. There's just nowhere else he could go where he could be probably the, the main max guy. max player or the main guy. Max player, main guy, have a shot at the playoffs. Have a shot to at least make a run in the playoffs. You get all three of those pretty much here. And, yes, maybe you'll have to share the spotlight with DeMar a little bit. But I think that's but okay. Man, it's fine. You're getting paid so much more money. So much money. Yeah, it's he, he'll get it's the fine.
1: Yeah, he'll get the bang. he He's getting at least $200. Yeah, so he yeah. should be he'll satisfied
0: be, with that. He can be sad in his nice new car, nice new <laughs> house. You know, that's, that's fine, Zach. Be sad, but be sad in a really nice house. Be sad in a multi-million dollar home. <laughs> Uh, let's do game six expectations as we approach mm-hmm. game six, golden state leading three to two. They are Celtics now have lost two in a row, which they haven't done since March. That's crazy. And I will say right now, Boston wins, Me too. Boston wins, Boston covers. If I'm gonna bet Boston again, if I'm gonna talk about Boston winning again, fine. I'm gonna look like an idiot because I lo- I like them in Game Five. Me too. And I look like an idiot there. Me too. And so I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go down with the ship. I'm gonna go down with the Boston oh, Celtics ship. I'm, yeah,
1: I already told you. I'm going to the ship till it sinks. Like it it, <laughs> yeah. it looked, it's sinking a little bit right now. But that's because we're staying little, on. We're just little, grabbing the life jackets. Right, we're preparing. It's a little hole right there. We just got to get some gum. <laughs> <laughs> get, some, get a bucket. It start a, shoveling. It's a bucket. And you start shoveling yeah. on out, no, you we're okay. and we're okay. We'll be fine towards the finish line because I agree with you. you know, yeah, so the Boston Celtics should win Game Six at home, and I think they
0: will. Yeah, I agree. I think we'll be all right. Um, and I do think Boston can be able to come back win this game. They don't lose three in a row. They're too good. They like don't that lose three too. in a row. I feel
1: like they, it's impossible for them to lose three games straight. Like, in this series, that team, as good of a defensive team they are, I don't think they will do that.
0: No, I don't think so. Um... Over-under, I don't have any prediction on that, to over, be honest. Under? It's the under so was, uh, yeah, it the random. It's probably going to go under.
1: It was real bad. Yes, it went way under last game. And so I think it'll probably go over depending on what the total is. If it's around 210. When I saw it before it closed, it was around like 210, 211. If it's anywhere around there, I'll probably go over only because Boston, I feel like they're going to shoot the ball a lot better. We better see a grid. lot of threes. Like, we better see a lot of threes. Like Peyton Pritchard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was out there. Derek White, it's so funny. You got to pay attention to rotations within the game, too, because there was a moment in the game with Derek White where, like, he shot the ball twice, missed twice. Man, they subbed him so fast. <laughs> it was ridiculous.
0: All right, to finish it out, game of the week. Game of the week. What's game, your six? Moneyline. game six. Money line.
1: Game right. six, money line. All right. Game six, money line. Straight I like, like that. That's what I like. Easy peasy. Tatum and Brown, get it done. Please like it. get it done. And that's going to conclude this edition of Points in the Paint podcast, presented by Stadium. I'm Zach B., that's Ben Wittenstein. You will hear from us next week.